Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited to have Kate Schnetzer. Now I like Schnetzer. Now I like questioned myself. It sounded great. Okay, good. (laughs) On the show. So thanks for coming. Like, thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, I lo- I was stalking your website earlier and like, I don't know, it's just so awesome what you do and like, I don't know, video is something I'm like so scared of. So I just can't wait to hear more about what you do and how, you know, how we, maybe if you have any tips on like how we could not be scared of video. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'll make you and all of your audience video converts. Yes, <laughs> totally. Well, I do feel like a little bit since COVID's hit and like we all have to Zoom all the time now, like it's getting a little better, but still, like it's yeah. still not something I'm like, oh yes, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it def- definitely takes repetition and practice, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Awesome. Well, yeah, let's dive in. Like how long have you been a small business owner? You know, like what, all, like how'd you get into it? Who does it help? All that, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, I own a video marketing agency. We're focused on coaches, consultants, experts, personal brands, and um, we're super boutique and quote-unquote exclusive um, <laughs> we just like to get really close to our clients. But um, it kind of evolved, me being um, a brick-and-mortar business owner. Uh, about 10 years ago, I opened an early parenting center here in St. Louis, Missouri, and um, created this really cool space where like new moms and dads could come hang out with their babies and their toddlers. And um, it was just a really uh, cool business. And we made a lot of impact on folks. But then, well, it just didn't make a lot of profit. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds amazing, though. Like that is yeah. such a fantastic idea. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was that thing of like, oh, I build something amazing. People will just flood into my business (laughs) automatically. And so I hadn't set aside any, like, budget for marketing or anything like that. I had no idea, really, how to get anything out about my business. I just thought people would come, really. And uh, down the the path, after a lot of struggle, I and having no marketing budget, I had to kind of figure out how to do it on my own mm-hmm. and started just playing around with social media, with video and kind of cracked the code, if you will, for kind of like an expert business in using video and so organic social media marketing mm-hmm. and took it from constantly in the red to a mid six figure business pretty much in a year. Oh and, God. um, kind of got this bug for video and social media and marketing, uh, which is ironic because I always hated that in college. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I started helping other people uh, who, you know, service providers in my area who, who were just kind of in the helping profession who didn't have huge budgets to do marketing and figured out how to do it for all of them in a way that was really effective and um, really helped them connect and grow their business. And decided after a few years of just kind of doing it ad hoc, I'm like, I'm going to do this all the time. And 
So Kate Schnetzer Marketing was born and we started small, just doing like really simple little videos for coaches at their events. And, and now we have a full scale production team and um, social media managers and ads managers. And it's, um, it's quite, quite a uh, fun business. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Um, cause yeah, I, I mean, I love marketing. Like it's, you know, like the strategy, the creativity, like all of that rolled into one. It's just so funny that you hated it before. <laughs> I really like, I mean, I got my grades in marketing were great. I have a MBA and they were, they were fine, but I just, I just thought it was so boring. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> so now I'm like, I could talk and do nothing else. And I would be happy if I could just do that all day long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so do you guys like travel to, you know, go like if people are having events, do you travel to go do it? Or like, does everybody have like, you have to be in St. Louis or how does like, how does all that work? Yeah. So we do both. So we travel, um, can't even think of how many States I've been to this year, right before COVID hit mm-hmm. uh, January. <laughs> February. So we'll go and we'll shoot a ton of like course content, uh, marketing content, or like if people have masterminds and things, we'll shoot those. Okay. Uh, we'll go to them for that. We have packages. Uh, we actually have a little filming loft here that's kind of like an Airbnb style loft. Um, so people can come into town, spend a week with us, um, and just we just shoot all of their content and hand it over to them, oh, um, awesome. or we can manage it for them. So it just depends what people's budget are. We usually have something kind of for everybody, depending on what they, you know, what their business model looks like. But we'll do both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Um, so, like with all that, with like traveling and having like employees and life and all that, like how do you balance? Like, what what's your view on like work life balance? Well, I don't know that it exists. I mean, because I think it's it's relative, right? It's like subjective. Yeah. So I I feel like it's never it's if I were working a nine to five, that would be, you know, maybe that would be considered better work life balance, right? And so, but I don't. I mean, I work crazy hours when I travel and whatever, but I also I have in exchange the freedom. I work from home. This COVID thing honestly like didn't change really anything about my life. (laughs) You know, I could homeschool my kid. I could, you know, like there was nothing, not that much change for us except the homeschooling part. But um, it it gives us freedom to do a lot of things that kind of make up for the maybe imbalance of (laughs) time and effort. And it also being an entrepreneur gives me the opportunity to decide exactly how I want to live my life. So if I want to take like last summer, we took pretty much the whole summer off and we went to eight different States in our RV that we bought and just, you know, went around and traveled, um, you know, me and my family. So, well, sometimes there's not the balance and sometimes it's long nights and long days and full weekends of working. I'm also able to do other things that I would not normally be able to do in a regular job. Yeah, totally. Like, I feel it's same. Yeah. Like, I feel exactly the same way. Like, there's definitely seasons. Like, there's hustle and there's, you know, or like launches or things that clients need. And then it's like you're working like a ton. And then, you know, same thing, kind of thing. You can take off for a while, too, because you kind of have that ebb and flow that you can we can work into our business. Totally. And I much prefer that than like just the same thing. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like nine, I know I had this, uh, this good friend, her husband worked at Boeing up here in, um, Oregon. And like, it was like one of their factories actually. And he did the same job for like 30 years before he retired. And he was like literally pressing a button 
I was like, I would kill myself. Like, there's no way I could just do that. Like, it's awesome. Like security, like job wise and his retirement's fantastic, but you know, everybody's different. I I just, I wouldn't be able to do that. So I've been, um, I have a couple clients who are like very wooey and, um, how, you know, like we have, it's interesting all the different clients that are have. And so we do have some woo clients who I'm not very like wooey or spiritual or whatever, but I, I, th- I find it interesting. Yeah. And um, they always explain, well, there's different types of like people based on your charts and based on this. And some people love just the repetition and the consistency. And then some people it's like, they are like a, you know, lying in a cage right. <laughs> working <laughs> in that environment. And the two don't understand one another. Right. Like yeah. entrepreneurs are like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> like right. why would you do this with your life? And I'm like, I can't live your life. Right. <laughs> I would also die. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I mean, it's like black and white. It's so funny. Um, and yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to both, but, um, that's funny. Um, so what are your, some like, like your favorite apps or automation that like you use in your business? Um, this is one of my favorite ones. Cause I always like take notes. I'm like, Oh, they're using this. I'm going to go try this out. <laughs> so I am like a, um, app techie, uh, nerd and I will anything that I like if I get to learn like a new software app I'm just like like for like a week just from that (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so we use a lot in our businesses we try to automate as much as possible and we try to connect and get things to integrate um, as well as we can so we use ClickUp for project management which that thing is a beast but once you get it tamed it's really nice we use Slack for communication. We use Agora Pulse for scheduling all of our clients' social media. Mm-hmm. Um, those are pretty much the biggest, most common things that we use, uh, but we use a variety of other things. We use Otter for transcriptions, which we then use to repurpose content. We use Clipscribe to make themes. We use Final Cut Pro for all of our video editing, Photoshop, Canva, all the kind of more creative uh, software suites we'll use. And um, then we just kind of add things as we, we, everything is connected with mm-hmm. a zap and, and all of my, <laughs> my whole life is, is through a zap. So um, anything that can go in there, we pretty much probably have an account. In. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I mean, there's, that's like a black hole of integrations, <laughs> isn't it? Like, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I've heard amazing things about ClickUp and I did like, I opened up an account after, cause it's been recommended a few times, but yeah, maybe cause same kind of thing. I got a little overwhelmed and I was like, well, I just don't know, like have the time to get all this set up, blah, blah, blah. But apparently it gets easier if I were to like push through that. It does. It does. Okay. Well, and I don't know if like, it's, it's really good for, with teams. And I do know people who use it kind of as a solopreneur, but mm-hmm. it, it, the, the good thing is like compared to Trello, for example, it's so customizable. Like mm-hmm. there is really, there's very few limits to the amount of customization you can do, which can also be a problem <laughs> if you like try to do all the things at once. So we started with like a really, really fancy dashboard and we, it was just, I mean, it was insane. The amount of like folders and lists and things we had going and over the last year that we've had ClickUp, we've just slowly simplified it. So <laughs> if we would have just started simple to begin with, it would have been easier. But it is something you have to get the hang of uh, and just kind of spend time in messing around and seeing how it can adapt to your business. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. And yeah, I don't really, I mean, I have like a few like contractors that I work with, but I don't really have like a team. So maybe that's not where I need to be right now anyway. So. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it were just me by myself, I would, I would still be using my paper planner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so glad you said that. I am like such a paper planner nerd. And everybody's like, you need to go digital. I'm like, uh, why? But I have this pretty planner that I can touch and write in and like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's just so much, like, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm old. I feel old, but, like, I'm in 30s. But, like, I love writing. So I bought um, I bought my business partner and I uh, tablets, you know, that you can write in. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to, like, kind of go from ClickUp to, like, kind of writing my daily agenda. So I still feel like I'm writing, right. but I'm, like, I've got it somewhere recorded that other people can see it. But it's still not the same. I miss right. my paper. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm not the only one. And it's like, oh, it feels better to like write a check mark through it than like click it, you know, like. Exactly. Just, yeah. It does. Um, awesome. Oh, yeah. This is also the, this is probably like my favorite question. Um, and especially I can't wait to hear from you. Um, what's your favorite or most effective way to market your business? Well, so I'm, I'm, I'm biased, <laughs> but. Video? Um, Yes, video. <laughs> so video is my favorite way to um, market for my clients and for myself. Although it's like I do way more video marketing for my clients than myself because I've <laughs> run out of time. Yeah. But um, I love it because the results are like the proof is in the pudding when they do it. So like here's a, an example. So we have a client. She's been with us for like two months. So she's newer. We're still, you know working through all of her things, you know, social media, is all testing and, and just adjusting and, and tweaking right. for the first, you know, we usually say 90 days of, of, of just playing around, getting things right. And, uh, she's been just doing videos in her group. And I said, you know, but we'd really like for you to do videos on your business page. Like, let's work on that. Mm-hmm. Accidentally, she wasn't, she didn't want to do it. Right. But <laughs> she accidentally went live one day last month on her business page and it was the most popular post all month. It was an accident. And people continually, because we look at all the stats, people continued to watch it day after day after day for the entire month. And it was her best performing. Oh my God, that's awesome. So now she's convinced and we're actually, well, if COVID holds up on the second round here, we're right. supposed to be going to Massachusetts to do a shoot with her. But uh, yeah, it's it's so effective and even... And even when it's imperfect, you know, like we right. like high production values and things to look pretty and um, whatever, but it really doesn't matter what kind of video you do. It will bring you gains, especially the more that you do it and the more you figure out what people like and what they don't like. And the ability with video to see exactly how long people watched, how they interacted, what the average watch time is, where they might have fallen off. Really, you get the, the these analytics that you can't get from graphics or from static posts. Um, you find out so much more about your audience. And then if you want to do ads on top of that, then it's just like gold. But it, it really just allows you to understand who you're talking to. So you can do more of what they like and less of what they don't. And you just dial it in over time. But you're still in this way, you're like selling what you're doing without selling. You're building this connection. You're showing what you're an expert in. You're showing your personality. And especially for service providers who like your kind, your personality is kind of one of the selling points. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a really great way to 
close more sales because they already feel like they know you when they get right. on the phone. They have a better relationship with you because they've already bought into what you're saying and in the way that you're saying it on video, even if it's imperfect. So that's why it's my favorite, especially for a personal brand expert service provider um, to use in their business. Yeah, I love that. Oh, it makes all so much sense. I was just taking notes. Like I'm just, like, I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and, you know, do more video. Um, because you know, I, like you said too, though, I feel like a lot of us, we like overthink it or like feel like it has to be perfect. Or like, we feel like we need like a really nice camera. And so it's just like, okay, well I don't have that. So I'm not going to do it, you know, kind of. Right. And that's, that's really common. And like, I, like we don't even for video, we don't even take clients who have not been doing video on their own for a while mm-hmm. because you have to get through that to get to the point where you want a higher production value because there's, it's kind of like a waste of money to like right. go to that place first. You have to start with the little live streams on your phone or the pre-recorded on your phone or your webcam and start to figure out what people like and don't like. And then you can move on to something a little bit fancier. And a lot of our clients work with us because they don't have necessarily time to do video anymore. And mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, the production value is nice and we make it really pretty, but what we do is our kind of system is we spend four four or five days with any particular client. We shoot all of their content. And then from that video, we're able to create thousands of other pieces of content from it. And that's another big thing about video is when you start with video. So say you talk for 10 minutes about like, I talked 10 minutes about video marketing and like my favorite things about it. In that 10 minute video, if I talked about five of my favorite things, I can make five individual videos from that. I can then probably make about 25 different posts from what, just taking from what I talked about and just creating graphics and copy posts. I can turn them into little audiograms, which is just like my voice. I can turn them into blogs. I can turn them into newsletters. I can basically 100x my effort. So it makes it, it makes it worth some of the discomfort. If I know that, hey, from a 10 minute video, I can create dozens of other pieces of content that I don't have to worry about. That's kind of the magic of it. If you do it, if you do it with a little bit of planning ahead of time, you're pretty much good to go and you can create just months of content. Yeah. And that's huge. You know, like as business owners, like, I mean, having it all taken care of and scheduled and know what's coming. So you don't have to just like, I don't know, try and throw posts up at the wall and see what sticks, you know, like it's just so much more effective. Well, and you say like, it depending, you know, there's some people who are really great writers, right? Mm -hmm. And like, so, and the thought of going on video just freaks them out, but you can do both. And there's different types of videos that you can do that don't necessarily involve like, here is your face, like on everyone's screen, you know, there's lots of different types of videos you can do. Like, you know, if you took this, this, you know, podcast and you turn it into an audiogram, that's technically a video. You can make little gifts. You can make, I mean, there's a lot of different types of videos that you can make. You can do PowerPoint overlays. Um, I always tell people if they're nervous about just kind of being a talking head on video at first to do an interview show. So you yeah. just bring, just like you're doing, but you just do it on your, on your Facebook feed. Just bring somebody on you like talking to and just ask them a bunch of questions about whatever your thing is. And all of a sudden you're 25 minutes in and you don't even notice that you're on camera. Yes. Uh, so there's so many things that people can do and ways that they can do video to like kind of jump in and get their feet wet. 
Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I've started doing, and actually I had a plan to do this before COVID, but it just timing wise, I mean, I kept putting it off. And so it kind of happened during COVID, like I'm going live on Wednesdays, but yeah, same thing. I feel like an idiot when I just look at like, like my phone or the computer and talk to it. So I have like people come on with me now and like, that's just so much easier. And so like, yeah, I love how you said we can bridge the gap kind of with that. And so like when we do um, shoots, we always either draw a little face right on top of our lens, our main lens, or now we have like this crocheted catacorns, like a cat unicorn (laughs) that we put on top because even when, especially I guess when we've got all this big equipment, people really get nervous. Yeah, I can see that. Talking into the lens for like eight hours a day. Um, So do whatever it whatever makes you smile and feel more natural doing like when I do live streams for example I don't ever have my face up where I can see it um because that freaks me out yeah want to look straight into the little hole (laughs) (laughs) like I don't look at the comments I don't I just talk because I don't want to if I see my face I get distracted right yeah (laughs) yeah I play with my hair a ridiculous amount that I've noticed now (laughs) <laughs> that's always the fun part is like going back and being like oh. judging yourself yeah <laughs> get a glass of wine and just see how like <laughs> oh that's hilarious okay um yeah well I'm glad that you like shared all those tips because I think that's gonna be like super helpful like for the listeners um because I know yeah like and you know that's the trend I mean video I mean videos is the like that's what everybody's doing and watching you know so like we need to meet you know like our clients and customers there but some of us are just like so scared to start. So I'm glad that you had some good tips. And I love that you pointed out about the analytics. Like I didn't even really think of that because I just, it, I didn't realize like how much more granular that that can get, which just helps with marketing strategy, you know? Yeah. I mean, and the, and the cool thing is too about the analytics part and the way the algorithm works. If your video is like legitimately awful, <laughs> no one's going to see it. <laughs> They're like, ooh, we're going to save you from that. Right. The algorithm's going to like just knock that out and like no one, literally maybe your mother is going to see it or something, but like no one else is going to see it. So you can always go back and delete it if it's a real bomb. Like I have videos that I go back and I look at, I'm like, I cannot believe what, (laughs) like I like, you know, I look like I just rolled out of bed. I don't know. There was once I had strep and I was like, yeah, this is a great time to do a class, (laughs) you know, like just randomly, like just things that I'm like, "Mm, maybe I want to do that. I wouldn't do that now. But they were good learning experiences and I did figure out different things from them. Right. And you just get, but you can't get better at something unless you start somewhere in video. It's not something that you can like book learn Yeah. Doing it in a way that's effective. It's something you can only do when you do it over and over and over again and look at how the things performed and then make, make tweaks from there. But you can't, you can't just magically like show up and be amazing. You have to go through the growing pains of it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like a year and a half ago or something, I bought like a little course. I mean, it was pretty, it was like really cheap um, and not like super intensive, but it was like, yeah, how to show up on camera. And I watched it and I was like, what? That, none of that helped me. Like, <laughs> I still look like an idiot. <laughs> but that's the thing. You just have to. Like, yeah. that's, like that's the thing that like video people don't want to say, but <laughs> you, honestly, you have to show up and look like an idiot and you just suck for a while. And you can always delete them later. But the irony is this, that every client that I have that has some sort of, because we all have like something that we, like you 
touch her hair a lot, for example. I say so all the time. <laughs> I also do these like weird things with my faces, my face when I'm live. It's just, it's just what I do. But it, because I go back and I edit the videos, it drives me a little nuts. Mm-hmm. A lot of our clients who like, we have a client who had a lisp. We've had clients who they just kind of sound like they're older because they are, and they were worried about that. Things that people are like worried about, or they, they think they're detractors from mm-hmm. their performance on camera, will actually almost always endear the viewer to you. Oh, yeah. It, it's always what people hate about themselves that other people love every single time. Like every single client that I've ever had, or student in any of my programs that I've ever had that had this like block of like, oh, I, I do this, or oh, I have this. Every single, I said, do some videos, and you will watch. Everybody loves that about you, and it's true every single time. So I tell people not to worry about those things. Just you're aware of them. They exist. It's part of who you are. But if that person doesn't like you on video, and that thing bothers them that much on video, well, you don't want them to be your clients anyway, yeah. because they're not going to like you when you're <laughs> working with them. So, yeah. Be gone, people who don't like me, you know, <laughs> the people who love you, that's who you want to keep encouraging and nurturing. Yes. Oh, I love that. And yeah, oh, it makes perfect sense. And it's funny that you said that too, because like, I mean, I feel like, you know, we think people judge us way more than they probably do. You know, like nobody else really cares as much as we do, you know, about like the different little quirks that we have. Right. When you sit and watch a live stream, you're not like, oh. That uh, chick says and a lot, like way more than the average person. Like you don't really notice things or you don't notice if somebody's hair is not entirely perfect or that like nobody, you're just listening to what they have to say. And people have an understanding, especially when you're live or doing something like that. They have an understanding that it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be imperfect. And people are forgiving of that. Yeah. Because they probably nine times out of 10, nine out of those 10 people don't have enough guts to show on video themselves. And they know that. Yeah. So they actually have more respect for you and are there rooting for you, not judging you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is awesome. These are all such, like, such great advice. Um, I'm so happy. Um, so do you have any like Examples like okay, we're kind of talking about you know, like video getting out of our comfort zone and things like that. Like, what do you do to you know kind of get out of your comfort zone to help your business grow? I think for me, I have to be okay with failing. So I I, I feel like I have to break things in order to innovate in whatever way that I need to innovate, and I have to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. So like, it's been getting to just learning how to get to the point where it's I'm scared and that's okay. And I give myself the space to fail at something and I just do it. Um, I think that that is how I get out of my comfort zone with just saying, yeah, it's probably going to fail, <laughs> but it's okay. and if it doesn't awesome. <laughs> right. right. And I mean, I have, you know, I make sure that revenue on this end is good. So if I want to branch out with this other product or service, I can, and I can take risks. I mean, I do it in a, calculated way but if you just assume you're gonna fail and you're okay with it then if you do you don't care and then if you succeed you're like sweet it's great yeah oh I love that because yeah fear of failure like that's huge that holds a lot of us back you know because it's like oh god what if this happens or that and you know turn around you've talked yourself out of doing something that could have been like huge you know 
Well, in every fail that you have, especially in business, and I still, and I always wonder if this is like a female thing, but the male entrepreneurs that I know don't put so much emotional value on every little launch that they do or every little thing or every even little business. Like when my parenting center was failing, I was depressed. I was, I mean, I was a mess for a while. And I, because to me, it wasn't a business. It was like my baby. It was like my soul. It was everything that I was putting myself into when I finally could step out of it and say, this is a business. It's, I'm trying to achieve these things in my life as an entrepreneur. They can happen in a variety of different ways. So there's not one path that is the only path. There's lots of paths. You just have to, if you get stopped at one part of the path, you choose the next path. And you're always thinking about the end goal is I want financial freedom. I want to be able to go anywhere I want to go in the world. I want to live in a dream house on acreage. I, whatever those things are, it's not the thing that I'm doing now that gets me there. It's the whole picture. It's the whole journey. And then I get there. So if we can stop just looking at like, Oh, this launch failed. Oh, I put a book out. Nobody cares. Oh, I did this video and it flopped. If we just look at that as just part of the journey of evolving and getting better and growing our business, then it's not, you don't even see it as a failure anymore. Yeah, I love that. Like that, and that you're so spot on. And I think you're complete, like 100% correct too, with like the difference between females and males, because yeah, like I know a lot of guy business owners and they're like, huh, you know, that didn't work. So I'm going to try this. And like, they just kind of like keep going. Whereas like, I know I've had failed launches and you know, other women that I've talked to and it's like, then we just like start to like doubt ourselves or like doubt what we're doing or, you know, different things like that. When it really is like, you're saying just a part of the journey and a part of the process, like you learn something out of all of them, you know, it may not have turned out like the way that you wanted, but it doesn't mean like to stop or to doubt it, you know? Absolutely. You're the, you're kind of the magic. It's not the thing that you're doing that is the magic. It's you. Yeah. It has it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That was awesome. Um, yay. Oh, we're down to your favorites. Um, what's your favorite book? I don't, yeah, I thought I saw that. I I don't know. You know, I'm like a, um, nonfiction book business person and I just read them all the time, but I would say that one that made a particular impact on my business and life was, um, the miracle morning. Mm, How Elrod, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, uh, always didn't, I thought I wasn't a morning person and <laughs> I started doing that. Those pretty much most of the things that he says to do is waking up early. I started getting into these routines and kind of did all, most of the things I, I don't, that he says you're supposed to like exercise in the morning. I like, I can't do that. Yeah, no, there's <laughs> certain things you're like, mm, sorry, Hal, can't, <laughs> can't meet you that far. <laughs> but the other things, the minute I started doing them really after a, I started feeling better about like my life, I felt more prepared. Um, and then within a couple months, that's when I scaled this particular business. Cause I had all this time. I had all this, all this kind of, I had this flow all of a sudden. And I was like, Oh, this is why everyone gets so early. I get it. <laughs> So I would say that's probably the most recently impactful book I've read. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. And it makes such a difference too. Like if you can just get like 
a little bit of quiet time to like wrap your head around like, I don't know, first a cup of coffee and then like what's, you know, just get like a little bit of a head start, at least for me, like before my kids and my family's up, like that day is totally different. And like, as opposed to if I like sometimes whenever I miss my alarm and I sleep in and it's just like hell breaks loose right the second I wake up, you know, because everybody's hungry, wants to do this, that. So you've got a kid in your face, like yes. crying or whining or whatever. Right. And like, okay, then this is this, how this day is going to come. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and have you read his second book, The Miracle Equation? I have not. It's good. I read it last year and um, yeah, it's super inspiring, just like the last one. And it just really talks about, you know, just the equation. And it's pretty much what we're talking about too. Like, you know, the parts of the journey, don't give up, have faith in what you're doing. And um, yeah, it's a really, really good one. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm going to download it on my Kindle. <laughs> um, what's your favorite drink? I would say my favorite drink is water because I'm super lame. And uh, because of the Miracle Morning, I drink a silly amount. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it like really revs me up. Like, yeah. Because I'm like, water, okay. But like, I'm so much more energized and effective when I just drink a ton of water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It took me a long time to get to love water too. Like I used to be like a soda fan, which I, I'm like clean for eight years now. So proud of myself. But, um, but yeah, I like never drink water before. And now if I don't drink like a ton of water during the day, I'm like, oh my God, I feel like, I don't know, just crappy and my skin feels dry. And like, I don't know. I love water. Absolutely. Yeah. Like my mother-in-law comes up sometimes and she'll be like, oh, I have a headache. And my husband's like, uh, have you had any water today, mom? She's like, no, I had a cup like yesterday. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're a little dehydrated, I think, Miss Joan. Okay. Um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Camp. I love to go camping and just be in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Do you guys have good spots around St. Louis? Like, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, there's, there's most of the things that we go to are within two hours. Um, and you know, we'll go to a Creek or we'll go to, you know, just somewhere kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes we go to big cities and stuff like that too. And, you know, do the, the, you know, the kind of sightseeing thing, but oh, fun. Yeah, one of, um, kind of in the last few years, we've been doing so much camping and realized like, man, I want to get out of the city, you know, like <laughs> we live in an urban area and we actually just are, we're about to close on our dream house, which is on five acres of wood woodlands Ooh. It has a Creek on it, which creeks are like my thing. I could just sit with a chair in the middle of a Creek for yeah. like every day. For my They're so life. relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we're, hopefully that will go through and I'm like, I don't even know if we'll need to camp anymore because we're just kind of like, where we would camp. Yeah. You can just pitch a tent outside now just for the hell of it sometimes. (laughs) That's awesome. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Thank you. Um, what's your favorite thing to watch? I love to watch documentaries. Um, I think it's funny because everybody always thinks that I'm like going to be a film geek because I'm interested in video, but I don't, I don't actually do film like I don't do artsy stuff you know Mm -hmm. I I like content that either inspires or educates or empowers or um just makes people curious so I can just sit and binge watch documentaries all day long (laughs) (laughs) because I feel like that's kind of an extension of of what I like to do uh at work as well yeah that makes sense um and I yeah I I could see that like that kind of correlation between 
what you do in video and, and why you'd be drawn to that. That's awesome. Um, have you watched like the Michael Jordan one or like the Lance Armstrong one that came out I recently? Michael Jordan one yet. I mean, I have that on my list to watch. Yeah, me I too. Watched, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I watched that um, Epstein one was the last one I watched and I was like, I need a documentary break for a couple <laughs> weeks now. So the, I'm like, Michael Jordan will probably fix it. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'm sure that was pretty deep. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was traumatizing. Don't watch it. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite place to go? Anywhere in the woods. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I love the woods and the creek. Um, I love rivers, anywhere like that. And so we have lots of places here that I would just go hang out. And um, if I could just be there all day long, I would. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have to like make a trip up to Oregon sometime. We've got all kinds of creeks and like we live on the Columbia River and all the woods and everything. You'd love it. And you have, like, a beach out there on the other side, right? Like, the coast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the coast is, like, three hours from where I'm at. Um, but, yeah, and it's it's amazing and gorgeous and so we, cool. We looked at Oregon years ago when we were moving. Uh, we used to live in South Florida, so we were looking at uh, okay. places with, like, seasons. And we looked, yeah. at, we looked at Oregon, but it was just such a far, like, across the country move so we just like settled on halfway across yeah. the country same us. but uh yeah Oregon looks beautiful and I, I can't wait to get there one day yeah yeah let me know I'll take you on some hikes and stuff um yeah we were kind of the same well we, like I said we're from New Orleans um but my husband went he took like a trip up to Alaska this is like I don't know, almost 15 years ago. He's like, I want to move to Alaska. I'm like, yeah, I can't, I'm not going that far. Like, that's (laughs) a little too much. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and so then my parents had moved up here. This is how we got to this area. And so I was like, I'll do Oregon, Washington. Like that's, that's fine. You know, it's still like, that's still all the way across the country. And like, we do drive back to Louisiana pretty often. And every time I'm like, oh my God, why did we do this? (laughs) But it's fun. Oh, hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, awesome. So where can everybody find you? Um, website, social media, all that good stuff so they can like connect with you more and learn like other awesome tips. Yeah. So um, videowithkate.com is our website. Also kateschnetzer.com, but like nobody can spell that. So videowithkate.com. And um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, begrudgingly, and LinkedIn, and uh, but mostly on Facebook. Uh, we also have a free group, uh, Build Your Personal Brand Empire, which is just all about building your personal brand and marketing and sales and kind of all the things. And um, it's a pretty, pretty awesome group. People are yeah. really join and just come join the conversation. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll put all that in the podcast notes so everybody can find you. Oh, great. Um, Thank you. Yeah, well, this has been such a fun conversation. I'm really happy that we were able to connect. Um, like I said, I'm really sorry I wasn't able to get you champagne, but, you know, it's still just been, like, such a fun conversation anyway. Like, yes. nobody needs the champagne. Exactly. <laughs> I knew this would be a fun uh, a fun uh, interview because I was like, this, uh, this girl, this concept is great. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I was also like terrified to, you know, do audio. So I was like, hmm, what's going to help this? Mm, champagne. <laughs> you can't lose. You can't yeah, lose. exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, and thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs>